2: Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Travis. You're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today, as always, luckily, I am joined by my two co-hosts, beauty and style icon, Glenn Flamberg. Oh, that is me. Hi, guys. <laughs> and senior editor and part-time Us Weekly sports commentator, Sarah Heron. Oh, hello, Travis Cronin. Hello, how are the sports get balls these days?
1: Oh, you know, we're in the World Series. Kiki Palmer crushed that um, national anthem, which was the highlight so far for me.
2: <laughs> yes, I actually saw that part of sports get ball. Kiki Palmer was amazing. I always forget she can sing so, so well because she's such a good comedic actress. Agreed. True Jackson forever, baby. She wins the World Series. Congratulations to her. Well, in other news today, we have prop gun tragedies, hair extension tragedies armed robberies, scholarship mea culpas, divorce drama and much, much more. But of course, let's start with our woes of the week. The story that made um, each of our hosts get taken aback and say, whoa, and we're just shocked and amazed. Sarah Huron, what made you go well this week?
1: Kind of a dark week, first of all. Wow. Like Very. you said that, all, that <laughs> intro with such like pep and I appreciate it, but like dark stuff going on. So like trigger warning everyone, yeah. um, especially Bachelors. Literally league. a trigger. You know, we, we there's a lot <laughs> that happened this week, but um You know, for Bachelor fans, it might be Katie and Blake Kanye quits as their devastating moment. Um, For me, it did make me go whoa only because I gave them maybe till the end of the year. Um, Their whole thing when the show ended was how they were going to make it work because he works in like wildlife conservation. He travels a lot for work. He goes to Africa for like a month at a time. And they were very, you know, insistent on the fact that they were going to make it work. They were going to explore different places to live. She was supportive of the career. And um, after just one trip to Africa. These two have called it quits. Mm -hmm. Um, The finale aired in August. They are no more as of the end of October. And, you know, love is dead as always in Bachelor Nation. (laughs)
2: Oh, see, I'm not surprised when so many bachelor couples break up, but they were so adorable to me. And they seemed like a real couple who were like weird and sort of nervous and different from all the other showboaty bachelor type people. So it's actually sort of sad.
0: I don't well, know if
1: I would call them adorable, but I would <laughs> them compatible. They made sense. Um, they're both a little raunchy. They were like super attracted to each other. He came in a little late. Like I, it, I did kind of see it in that sense but then when I one of our us weekly reporters interviewed katie on friday a couple days before the split the quotes were less than optimistic so after reading that I was less surprised but when I was reading that (laughs) file I was like oh boy there's something brewing here
2: well sorry to them I'm sure they'll find somebody else in bachelor nation to you know raise their celebrity and fall in love with (laughs) when flamberg what made you go woe this week
0: well, before I get into my woe, you guys, I've just got to be the voice of reason on Bachelor Main Nation. You guys, the show, it simulates like the beginning, very, very early days of like two people falling in love and then they freaking get engaged. And then they actually have to get to know each other. So it is so not surprising to me. Nothing replaces the passage of time and experience. It is so obvious why these relationships crash and burn. However, I would like to see a kind of like, where are they now show with all of the very few Bachelor Nation couples who have stayed married. Shout out to Tristan Ryan. Exactly, totally. All right, you guys, what made me go woe? Mm -hmm. It has to do with one of my favorite brands, Skims, which partnered with one of my other favorite brands, Fendi. So, of course, Kim Kardashian announced this Skims by Fendi collaboration and launch. But what really made me go, whoa, was not the collaboration. It was when Gwyneth Paltrow received her package. You guys, she like took her Instagram followers on the unboxing Apple was with her. Apple, who is like a teenager, a preteen. How old is Apple now? 13? I don't know. 15? Something like that. At least, I
2: think she's 15 now.
0: Anywho, Gwyneth apparently, because of course she's so goopy and fabulous, has never worn uh, shapewear. Actually has never even seen or tried on shapewear. I mean, at least she says that, although hmm, maybe that's why that pink Ralph Lauren gown that was five sizes too big on her. When she won her Oscar was so because she didn't want to wear any, uh, you know, skims or dare I say at the time what was available only Spanx. Um, I don't even
2: think Spanx were available. Though. It was like a girdle corset time. Yeah, That might have been like real,
0: real girdle time. You're right. You're right. Anyway. It was hilarious. She's like, what is this? What are these? Of course, Apple was like, these make you look snatched. And Gwyneth was like, snatched. I don't even, what are you talking about snatched? Because of course, you know, the only snatched Gwyneth knows is the snatch that they focus on a lot on goop and making it healthier, quote, healthier. Anyway, I love goop. I love Gwyneth. I love Skims by Fendi. I did totally go, whoa. But it's, you know, for me, that was, it, it was good times this week. Wow. You want to read the whole story, you guys, see some pictures, watch the video, go to usmagazine.com/slash stylish.
1: I have two things to just point out real quick. I didn't get my Bachelor plug in there while I was talking about Bachelor. So if you want more on Blake and Katie, of course, go listen to Us Weekly's Here for the Right Reasons podcast, which Gwen, you are welcome to come on at any time. With Please the have her on. Oh my God, I would love to, anytime. We got to get you to watch an episode and then you can come talk, to recap it with me. But um, also speaking of Gweneth Paltrow, I also went woe when Andy Cohen finally asked Gweneth if she knew Kelly Color and Ben Simone and showed her the iconic scary island moment from season three of Rony on Watch Reppens Live. And Gweneth didn't even say a word her face said at all. Obviously, she does not know Kelly Color and Ben Simone.
2: That was a sad realization for Kelly Ben Simone. So sad for Kellarine. Um, I'm just angry for the entire world collectively that this rich, really thin blonde woman had never even heard of Spanx or Shapewear. That really just in my soul irks me and makes me angry and less of go, whoa, and more makes me just want to like guttural scream a little bit. But, you know, congratulations to her. She's worked really hard at it, but I'm still very angry. But <laughs> Well, speak of snatched people, Queen Elizabeth II, still snatched in our eyes. We love her so much, but we are nervous for you, Queen Elizabeth II, because her health has been getting a lot of attention lately. She is already Britain's longest-running monarch. She has been monarch since 2015. Um, That's when she passed Queen Victoria's record, and she was scheduled to celebrate her Platinum Jubilee, that would be her 70th anniversary of her Ascension to the throne, seventy years next year, um, and as anticipation for this milestone grows, we are all really worried about her health and well-being, and the possibility that she might not be able to make it to the jubilee because of health issues. So last week, of course, the Queen spent a night in the hospital. Buckingham Palace confirmed the hospitalization after it was reported by the Sun, which was a little strange and not usually how they do things. And she canceled a trip to Northern Ireland. Buckingham Palace released the statement. The Queen has reluctantly accepted medical advice to rest for the next few days. Her Majesty is in good spirits and disappointed that she will no longer be able to visit Northern Ireland and they didn't really say anything about her health there are also several reports which the palace confirmed that she is giving up her nightly booze and we all know the queen loves her cocktails so it's sort of a big deal um the alcohol giving up was at the advice of her doctors and i guess all we can really do is hope that she's doing well and the palace is not keeping anything from us Gwen Flamberg, file. do you think that there is something else going on? Do you think this is just the normal health concerns of a woman her age?
0: I think that she's 95 years old. <clears throat> I will reiterate what I've said in our last couple of episodes, which is that I can't remember ever seeing her more smiley with more energy than she has shown at her last few appearances. She's 95. I mean, of course, things are going to start breaking down. I also don't think she's entirely going to give up alcohol. I think that she's just going to cut down. And I really think that all is well. Her mother lived to 102, 103, something Mm -hmm. like that. I don't believe she ever cut down her drinking. I think the drinking is part of what keeps the British, you know, in going pickled, as they say. Um, But you know, listen, she still was taking um, meetings via video. Let's not count this one out. Let's not count this one out. I, I'm going to say all hail
2: the Queen. Sarah Heron, do you think they're keeping something from us? Or do you think she's in the best shape she's been in years? Because she does look pretty good.
1: She does look pretty good. I mean, Travis, you said the only thing we can hope is that they're not keeping something from us. And I would like to just throw in the only thing that I, Sarah Heron, can hope is that if there is something more serious that it happens at a convenient time, not on a weekend. Um, (laughs) So just keep that in mind, please, Queen Elizabeth and royal family. Um, Obviously, you never want to hear this about someone older, but one night in a hospital... You know, for the first time and I don't know how long I don't think is anything too crazy at the age of 95. She was back to work like Gwen said on a little zoom meeting looked super cute. Um, And I hope that, you know, Harry gets his butt over to England in case something does go wrong for Christmas or something. I don't know.
2: You know, that's a very good point. I hope Archie and Lilibet like go over (laughs) to see their grandmother because she is just such an inspiring icon to us and she's not even our grandmother, so.
0: Or queen, technically. Yeah. But yet she is. But yet she is. She's both, my
1: grandmother and my queen.
2: She is. Well, all the best vibes to Queen Elizabeth and her radiant smile and her secret booze nips at night that she keeps under her pillow. I am wildly speculating about. All right. Well, let's move on to the story that like, you know, I really say rocks the nation in a very real way. Alec Baldwin um, accidentally discharged a real live weapon on the set of his movie Rust earlier this week. And it is just a horrible situation together. I actually watched this uh, PA uh, production assistant on TikTok break down why they even have real lives, uh, real live rounds on set. So they have lots of prop guns and then they have one real gun. And the actor shoots both of them. So they say live rounds on set. Everyone moves. The actor files, fires a real gun, and then the prop master swips, switches out the real gun for a prop gun. But that did not happen this time. Alec Baldwin was practicing drawing a long-barreled Colt forty-five revolver, a big gun, on a church set made for the indie western film Rust. When the gun went off, authorities confirmed to us that a live. Around struck cinematographer Helena Hutchins in the stomach and was eventually recovered inside the director's right shoulder. Uh, very few people had held that gun prior to the incident, but one um, was the armorer Hannah Gutierrez. And in a search warrant, uh, in a search warrant executed by the sheriff's office and obtained by us, Gutierrez noted that there should have been no live ammunition on set at all. Um, the sheriff said in a press conference on Wednesday that in addition to the bullet taking from the director's shoulder they found 500 rounds of ammunition including mix of blanks dummy rounds what appeared to be live rounds the armor said in the affidavit that she checked the weapon that baldwin eventually fired prior to the crew breaking for lunch to ensure that it was only filled with dummy rounds when the crew broke for lunch she personally locked the gun and others in a safe in a nearby prop truck. However, at that time, she claims ammo was left out on a cart on set and not secure. Ammo was also hidden inside the prop truck at the time. Um, The sheriff was on the Today Show and noted that the current focus of the investigation is on the people who handled the gun prior to Hutchinson's death. Um, Detectives also say that they're taking a very close look at how live ammunition made its way to set, um, as well as those who are responsible for bringing it. Now, this person who is the armor and the guns person had some issues before um, about live rounds not supposed to being on set. Maybe they're old school and they're used to prop guns having both live ammunition and not. Um, Sarah Huron, what did you think about this wild story and what stuck out for you the most other than the tragic unneeded death?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's obviously so sad. I mean, no movie is worth this, let alone a Western with Jensen Ackles and Alec Baldwin. Um, but it's, I mean, it's super sad. I, this woman, it was a uh, a mother, a wife. She was very well respected from what it seems like in Hollywood. A lot of people have come out and said very nice things about her and how, you know, insane this tragedy is. To me, it, I immediately think there's, you know, there's experts on these sets to handle weapons. That's their full-time job and i think the blame you know is on them for clearly messing it up um mm-hmm. seeing the pictures of alec baldwin and hilaria like looking sad is also sad and i you know sympathize there too because i don't you know i don't think it was obviously on purpose um mm-hmm. and i can't imagine being the one who shot that gun to be quite honest
0: It oh, is rough it's just terrible. I mean, number one, why are there real gums and live ammo on a movie set? There just shouldn't be there. You know, it, we do like tigers for CGI. Like, why don't we do guns in CGI as well? It's just mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous. And I really hope that when this investigation is thorough, there isn't something um, just even more negligent at play that comes out. Because I just I, I this this story is. Utterly, um, it's unbelievable that this happened. And um, I feel terrible for Alec Baldwin. Of course, of all people, Alec Baldwin <laughs> has to be the I one. He's hard to feel bad for,
1: but. You know, this uh, exactly.
0: It's I, it's ironic in a it way, is. isn't it? But, you know, it's it's just, I mean, what, what a terrible tragedy.
2: Yeah, I feel so bad for him in your life. You're right. It's like a rough situation that he's been in so many aggravated anger incidents, but this was clearly not one of them. And, I mean, just imagine being the person who picks up a prop gun and you accidentally shoot two people and kill one of them. We had a source tell us that Hilaria, um is his rock during this time and is being there for him and that they are obviously both just very, very devastated. And it is just a tragic incident overall. We will be bringing you updates on all of this as the investigation continues news and hopefully we don't hear any more tragic news coming out of this story well let's get into another tragedy that is a little more lighthearted, and it's angelina's hair extensions now this was a a, a tragedy that didn't make me as sad as someone dying so i am happy to bring it up gwen flamberg tell us about the uh tragedy that Wait. was her double hair length of those Tape it is, extensions. It is a
0: true, true, true tragedy. So at the Eternals premiere at the Rome Film Festival, and you guys, have, if you've been following all of the Eternals press tour, all of the premora, premieres globally, it's just been astoundingly fabulous red carpets. Yeah. Angelina Jolie has been front and center and bringing her kids to each one. At this Rome <laughs> premiere, she was wearing the most magnificent a televersace, like um chainmail. metallic. Yeah, like a chainmail, a metal mesh gown that fit her absolutely incredibly. It was like yeah. this moment of A-list Angelina Jolie back on the red carpet. And then she sort of shifted and turned around a bit to the camera, and all of a sudden you could see. Her hair and her hair extensions so clearly because she had this flat ironed butt length hair, which right there that was dumb. Why did they put in hair extensions? Her hair is awesome, put it a little bit for fill. She's got a blunt length bottom. So, with blunt length hair, there's just no way mm-hmm. to blend the hair extensions. But I don't know what. Hair stylist or publicist or yes, people allowed her to walk out the door looking that way. And the funniest commentary came from none other than Stacy Schroeder in like this incredible A list slash reality mashup in Hollywood, which like killed me. Stacy Schroeder of She of Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. Instagrammed, or did she tweet? I think she tweeted, Before I say goodbye, I'd like to know who decided to give this queen unblended extensions, the 33-year-old Vanderpump Rules alum captioned a photo of the back of Jolie's head. Okay, what I'm truly asking is who is fired now? <laughs> and, you know, I got to tell you, she's so right. She said what everybody else was thinking. I still, I, I'm like astonished. I'm just astonished. I mean, you I mean guess- an
1: investigation into this as well.
0: I mean, a serious investigation. Yes, I will be
2: reaching out to the sheriff to see who is investigating who betrayed Angela Jolie. Sheriff this Schroeder. Wedding. <laughs> Sir, Sheriff Schroeder is on the case. Um, I do have a little bit of uh, an idea of a conspiracy theory, but not a conspiracy theory about these hair extensions, that uh, it's it's Donatella, right? Donatella Versace dresses people in skin-tight, curve-hugging things. She wants the highest heels. She wants the longest hair. And that is just who the Versace girl is. That is that Italian glamazon. Few people wear sexy chainmail Versace dresses without heaps and heaps of hair extensions, because that is... <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) how donatella likes it and i think it was probably her request and then maybe her hairstylist wasn't used to putting so many extensions in her hair but there's there's really no forgiving it it was so obvious
0: i mean just a kind of like somebody who is so out of practice from going to red carpets
2: Oh, I know, know. but you're right. But Gemma Chan has also been killing it on that tour. She's been my favorite.
0: Gemma Chan has looked incredible. And you know who else I'm really into? This newcomer, Lauren Ridloff. Mm -hmm. She looks absolutely, she's bringing this freshness to every single one of those red carpets. And you guys, we've got the exclusive (laughs) from her makeup artist, Nick Barros. on every look that she's wearing on the red carpet. There's going to be another premiere today so be on the lookout that story will go live on usmagazine.com <laughs> slash stylish tomorrow
1: i mean are we overdoing the amount of premieres for eternals like what
0: the hell i think it's what the world needs now sarah and i really do i think a, like a big giant Hollywood box office A-list red carpet is it's 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 given me a little bit of life I gotta say six
2: of them that's like it's a lot I'm enjoying seeing
1: the Jolie Pitt kids at all of them and Shiloh wearing Angelina's dress was great but like I just feel like it's it's a little much personally
2: I don't know, after a year without any red carpets, I will take seven premieres from a movie and the movie is supposed to be like sort of boring. So I think we'll they're doing a lot of premieres. Thing, let's be I'm definitely gonna see it, but a lot of people are not saying it lives up to the excitement of most Marvel DC universe movies. So I think that might be a reason why they're doing worldwide seven premieres, all T Versace and crappy hair extensions, really <laughs> just doing the most. <laughs> Well, she isn't doing the most, but she's doing something. Lori Laughlin, her mea culpa this week was expected, uh, should have happened a long time ago and possibly should be bigger, but I'm happy it's happening regardless. Sarah Huron, tell us what is going on with when calls the scholarship tuition Lori Loughlin. Wow, I love
1: that. <laughs> Lori Laughlin, you guys, has paid for two students to go to college, their full tuition, after the college cheating scandal. So obviously it was out there that her and Massimo genuinely spent half a million dollars on Olivia Jade and Bella to go to college at USC when they both did not want to go to college. And now they are using that same amount of money to pay for two kids who do want to go to college to do just that. Um, it's pretty interesting. Obviously this is out there, leaked out there unsurprisingly, I guess, <laughs> on that note. Um, quote, this is a source to us. She has served her time in jail and completed her probation community service and paid all her court fines um and now she has privately arranged to put two students through four years of college um laurie is looking forward to the future and hopes that she is allowed to move on and there hopes that there is no more stigma attached to her by people who don't want her to have a success so you know this is just one
2: success just one
1: (laughs) I think she she wants, you know, everyone knows when hope calls or whatever the GAC family spinoff of Winkle's heart is she, she's back to work. And I think she's trying to, to ensure that that's not going to be her only post scandal job. She wants to prove, you know, that she's still can act and that she's, you know, ready to make amends and trying to change her karma and important to note, Olivia Jade's still on dancing with the stars.
2: She's possibly gonna win. This was this was so great. I hope they're I'm sure they're going to low income scholarship students who need the money. It's an expensive school, so I'm sure there's a surfeit of children who could use Lori Laughlin's cash to put them through school. I think it's a beautiful gesture. And I like how she didn't set up like a a Lori Laughlin Olivia Jade rowing scholarship. Oh my God, I <laughs> wish she did. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was like a rowing scholarship and also like a performance artist scholarship i think that would just be amazing wow hopefully next year hopefully next year but thank you to Lori for doing the right thing and you know i really have forgiven her it's messed up but she's doing it for her kids she's making right good on you hope calls for you you go aunt becky You go, Aunt Becky. Well, we have some more good news. Uh, the whoppiest woman in the world, Megan The Stallion, has graduated from college. Now, we had talked about on this podcast how she is arguably one of the most successful rappers out in the ethos right now. And she was still getting her bachelor's account, bachelor's account, <laughs> bachelor's degree, and posted on her Instagram account herself with a bedazzled graduation cap on Tuesday. The caption. Red 2021 finna graduate college. Taking my graduation pics today. Can't wait for y'all to see. Now Megan is set to graduate from Texas Southern University with a bachelor's degree in health administration. In June 2020, she told People Magazine that she was determined to finish her degree to honor both her late mother and her late grandmother. She said, and I quote, "I want to get my degree because I really want my mom to be proud. She saw me go going to school before she passed. Her mother, whose name was Holly." Thomas died in March 2019 following a battle with brain cancer. Megan also said, My college experience has been a roller coaster. I started at PV, went to some community colleges in between, and I'm ending at TSU. Don't get discouraged. You can chase your dreams and your education at the same time. Now, this is just so great. I mean, if Megan the Stallion, who was doing all of these shows, recording albums, being a mega superstar, can get her bachelor's degrees, I think it's such an inspiration for people everywhere who have a job that they can get a bachelor's. And health administration, uh, uh, maybe it's for the WAP. I don't know what it's for, but I'm glad she was interested in that. What do you guys think of Megan the Stallion?
0: I just love her. I just love (laughs) everything she does. I really do. I think she's awesome unapologetically herself, and that is a great lesson to her fans.
2: Sarah Heron, what do you think she's going to do with her bachelor's in health administration?
0: Um, absolutely
1: nothing. And that's okay because she doesn't need to do anything. And she has the piece of paper, which is, you know, what a diploma is to some, you know, me me personally a little bit, um, but happy for her. And if God forbid she gets canceled, maybe this is like a cancellation backup plan because everybody's on edge about being canceled. God forbid she gets canceled. She can, you know, go into healthcare and that's a good security plan to have.
2: I would love to see her in healthcare administration, just fighting co pays for people who cannot afford it in her hot pants and taking care of people's knees because that's what Megan knows how to do. Well, something on this podcast that I think we get maybe the most excited about of any topic has come back. Tiger King season two trailer has arrived. Now, when they said they were doing a season two, I was a little nervous because Joe's in jail. Uh, Carol (laughs) Baskin has been a little less outspoken than she was the first time around. But Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe are all back for more. To quote them, that shit crazy stuff who were in the first season are coming back. You know, I don't even remember any of their names, but Tim Stark, Alan Glover, James Garrison, I'm sure I'll remember them from whatever sort of like trash area they were sitting in because I feel like Netflix did them so dirty. And they're like, (laughs) sit next to this heap of trash versus like go inside to a lovely living room. So we can really, you know, feel bad for you. Um, And the series explores his years long feud, Joe Exotic's year long feud with Carol Baskin. Uh, She still owns big cat rescue in Florida. And of course Joe Exotic was arrested and convicted in a murder for hire scheme for hiring a hitman. To kill her. And the conviction also included violations of the Lacey Act and the Endangered Species Act. And he was given a 22 year sentence in federal prison. Now, he said in the trailer, if I have to make a deal with the devil, I will make a deal with the devil. (laughs) The trailer hints at some murder, mayhem, scheming, sex, and promises the new new series turns up the heat and unearths stunning revelations. Now, Gwen Flamberg, can you even? contain your excitement.
0: I really cannot. I do have to say, I don't know if it was the pandemic or what it was, but like everybody just could not stop watching Tiger King. And so I think season two is going to be even bigger. I'm really stoked to see how Joe Exotic fares amongst the prison cats. You know, I think it's <laughs> going to be really, really interesting and some sort of hilarity will ensue, or at least where you're kind of like scratch his head, you know, all, all through the hour. I can't
2: wait. Yeah, this trailer got me really hyped because I was like, the story's done. But the trailer made me look, be like, oh no, these crazy people are not done. They are just getting started. Sarah, do you watch this trailer yet? Are you excited about the drama that bound us all in the early like moments of the pandemic?
1: Yeah, I mean, of <laughs> course, I was of the same mind of like, I do not need more Tiger King. And I'm really not looking forward to the scripted ones that like every right. streaming service no. has in production. Like we have the real people still here and they are too insane to recreate or try to make any difference so I'm not looking forward to that maybe I'll be proven wrong and I also wasn't really looking forward to Tiger King 2 but that Liza Minnelli maybe this time song (laughs) in the trailer I mean chills I can't lie like freaking chills and hearing Joe Exotic calling from jail and I don't know I'm 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 ready for more I think
2: I'm so ready to
1: release their trailer because that's going to be like my Super Bowl but this was a nice little little taste
2: I am also very excited for selling sunset. I um think someone, Thanksgiving.
1: Like, do they want us to hate our families?
2: Um, do they want us to not see their families? Because it sure seems like it. Yeah. Um, well, someone who might be selling their sunset home Tori spelling. Uh okay. <laughs> Sarah, we talked about last week that there were those photos of her uh, screaming on the phone out in front of a divorce attorney's office. And thank goodness the cameras could zoom in and see uh, the things she wanted to take care of, which were ridiculous. So tell us what are the recent updates between Tori and soon-to-be ex-Dean?
1: Yes, um, <laughs> we have some more info on to why Tori was at that lawyer's office and what has been going down between her and Dean. A source has told us that she feels tra- trapped in her marriage to Dean and like she is staying for the kids, um, who don't have any idea what's going on. So when you see these photos of them at Disneyland, you know, trying to keep things like it's going well. If you go on Instagram, you'll see Tori never really shows Dean. She's very much like yeah. pictures with the kids, but Dean is just kind of in the background. They looked a little angry at Disney world, the same way they've been looking. But, um, according to our source, Tori and Dean are also fighting over money and what would happen if they do indeed file for divorce. Um, a source told us that she went ballistic after Dean pointed out that he could sue her for child support, even though she signed he signed a prenup. She's a quote unquote pissed at her, pissed at her attorneys. They got into this big fight. Dean went missing for two days. Um, it was a really serious argument about potentially breaking up. She's miserable. Money is an issue and has always been an issue. It's one of the reasons she feels trapped and. Oh yeah, I mean, God, have her
2: any her. more bad news, Sarah, for Tory spelling? I, I mean, am...
1: <laughs> if anything, it's like why have we not called lifetime to do true Tory season three? Like I the kids are getting older, mm-hmm. so maybe that's why Tori is, you yeah, know, growing yeah. in her decisions of what to document. But this is obviously happening. And thing that people something people love about Tori or at least, you know, embrace good or bad in on the joke not is she she usually does lay it all out there. So for her to not be saying anything, she was on Wendy Williams and Whitney Cummings who's her quote unquote friend. I don't know when they struck up a friendship, but um, was the guest host because Wendy's, that's a whole other story where Wendy's been. Um, mm-hmm. But Tori was the guest and Whitney Cummings asked her about Dean and Tori literally was just like, you know, I'm not gonna answer that question. And then they moved on. So it's weird to me that she's not talking about this because she's usually so open and lays it all out on the line. So I'm interested to see what's in the works. Are we gonna get like a book? Um, or is there, is it yeah. really like, she doesn't know what to do. So she doesn't want to comment. Is she just trying to get her ducks in a row? There's just more going on here, but it's, it's sad for the kids, but also to be expected.
2: Well, what, why was she even on the Wendy slash Whitney Cummings show, um, to promote? It seems the thing she has going on right now is her impending divorce with Dean.
1: Right. I mean, that's, that's our girl. I allegedly, again, she's friends with Whitney, <laughs>
2: Okay. So she I think
1: was like there to be a guest and support her. I know she was on Whitney's okay. podcast. They was yeah, very right. um NSFW, which Tori is also known for. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird. She's been doing a few interviews and she just like does she doesn't ever talk about Dean. Like it's it's just not like her. And I, I'm curious to find out more. And I pray that you know, Candy Spelling maybe steps in and cuts are a good lawyer. Oh, yeah. I forgot Candy Spelling was still around. There's well, millions of my dollars that could be helping Tori through this. But instead, she's screaming at a doctor's office, I mean, a lawyer's office.
2: Isn't that the worst part that her mother has so many millions of dollars and we know it's just like a carrot that's always been dangling in front of poor Tori's face uh, that she cannot never get to. What I hope is going to come from all of this is that that she finds happiness either with Dean or without Dean, but we get to see a very meta Lifetime movie where she plays herself in the Tori Spelling story. And we get to see all of the truth played out in cheesy Lifetime realness. That would be great. Oh, wouldn't that a be A so notorious
1: reboot, if you will. <laughs> a
2: so, exactly, very so notorious, but like even like more like sappy Lifetime movie than like kitschy can't be fun, but I'll take whatever you want to do, Tori. You're the artist. Let's move on to Kristen Stewart, who is getting a lot of Oscar buzz, uh, doing some weird interviews where she said she maybe has made only five good movies. And since Twilight is three or four of those, I don't know which other one she's talking about. Just kidding. I know she does not like that movie. Well, she is, of course, playing Princess Diana in the upcoming movie, Spencer. She recently spoke to Entertainment Tonight about her role as Diana in the upcoming film film and why it felt strange to wear her wedding gown in particular. Kristen said, we put that dress on. Um, It's embedded in a montage that kind of flashed her life before you, even though the movie takes place over a three day period. And even though I pay her play her as speculatively 29, 30 year old person, we still want to give a taste of the scope of her life, kind of touch on every part, even if it was in kind of a lyrical dance and the wedding dress is embedded in the montage and putting that on was a spooky day. Good season <laughs> for it. We didn't have to do the wedding scene, but I still had one walk walking outside of the castle. I was like, wait, but this is so particular. This actually does land on a very precise day of her life. Um, And I took everything I learned about that day and all of her emotional responses that she has acclimated, put them all right there. And then it becomes a very apparently farcical. And I was like, just let your heart Break in a moment. That is rough stuff that she was talking about the accumulation of Princess Diana's life and how her heart was probably breaking at that wedding. And it was again spooky to put on that wedding dress. Gwen Flamberg, what do you think about the Diana movie that's getting so much hype? And Kristen Stewart really seems like she knows her crap about Diana. And I think she's going to do an amazing job.
0: I completely agree. So, I'm really excited about the movie because it seems like it will be the first time that we're seeing Diana portrayed in a way that really was how she was feeling on the inside. Um, It does, it it has seemed like Kristen has really done her research and the filmmakers have helped with that. And of course, you know, it's like the wedding dress. I don't think there was a more iconic moment during princess Diana's life than when she wore that wedding dress. And I thought that it was really astute for Kristen Stewart, who sometimes has been criticised, criticized as being sort of one note Mm -hmm. and having her own kind of acting vibe that she brings to characters. With this um, comment about wearing the wedding dress and feeling like she embodied the spirit of Diana, it was like, finally, finally, she is being influenced by the characters that she's creating. And... I think that it's going to be really interesting. I think this might be a really critical film moment for Kristen Stewart, and I'm totally here for it, for her performance and for the film.
2: Me too. Sarah. So on what are Kristen Stewart's five only good movies?
0: <laughs>
1: obviously, Twilight, New Moon, no. yes. <laughs> um, Breaking Dawn Part One, and Breaking Dawn Part Two. That is a <laughs> obviously the five she was referring to. I will great. take no other questions at this time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely the correct answer. Thank you, Sarah. This story came out of left field in so many ways uh, on this podcast, and today, uh, Derek Kemsley was apparently confirmed to us by the police held at gunpoint. So we're here on what can you tell us about this drama that went down?
1: Dorit of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, for those unfamiliar was robbed at gunpoint with her two children that are young home with her Phoenix and Jagger. Um, apparently this went down on Wednesday night around 10 LA time. And they, took um they smashed through the children's classroom door i guess they have like a home classroom and two of the suspects allegedly walked into her bedroom while she was sleeping and she was saying don't hurt my babies don't kill me i'm a mother to which one of the men allegedly responded kill her the intruders instead allegedly ransacked her house for 20 minutes before making off with all of her jewelry and handbags pk was not home he is in london dorit just got back from london real houses of new of Beverly Hills production is reportedly also supposed to be set to begin today. Um, which is, you know, unfortunate timing. Yeah. Um, you know, literally on the reunion last night was just talking about how she owns all of her designer items, which could be why she's now a target of something like this. We know this happened to Kyle Richards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really sad and not to get deep, but as someone who's been robbed before it's, yeah. it's pretty traumatizing stuff. And I just hope that these young kids didn't hear it or experience it with her because that's going to be, would be something for them to be hard to get over. And hopefully Dorit, you know, has the resources to to feel safe in her own home again. Cause it's, it's difficult.
2: That is so tragic. Her kids are tweens. We remember them as little babies and it is just a terrifying, no matter how you feel about Dorit. I am mm-hmm. so sad that this happened to her and, you know, not just the actual pain and you know, fear for her kids is horrible, but also she cares about her clothes more than so much. I'm sure she's not thinking about them right now because her family is safe, but it is just a very sad situation overall. And we will, of course, be keeping you updated on every update that we hear, uh, Real Housewives and police records that we get from Dorit. Now it's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. Mania. All right. We have some special birthday babies who are going to get their birthday baby boxing gloves on. And we're going to see who comes out on top. Gwen Flamberg, first bout is up to you. We have Julia Roberts, who is 54 this week Mm -hmm. versus Tony Collette, who is 49 this week.
0: Tony Collette is an amazing, critical actress. She has been, you know, just incredible characters that I have loved. But, I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> the original pretty woman who is very tall with lengthy legs that she could wrap around Tony Collette's neck and, and, and snap it if she wanted to. But I think that it would be like a very gentle womanly match- Julia Roberts would still take it.
2: I think there could be a Mike Tyson inspired bite as well with <laughs> those chompers, I think is possible to go down. Uh, congratulations to Julia Roberts. Uh, Sarah Huron, next one is for you. We have Penn Badgley you it's 35 this week versus David Schwimmer who is 55 this week
1: I mean sorry Ross but you are so (laughs) 90s Penn Badgley is the moment right now with you season three being the hottest show he will always be Dan Humphrey to me but obviously Penn Badgley and he's like literally a serial killer on that show so he can take out anyone I think he's going to take this whole
2: little thing home Congratulations, lonely boy. Hopefully, you aren't lonely anymore. And then, Gwen Flamberg, we have two it girls who are celebrating some 20 something birthdays. We have Willow Smith, also known as Will Legend, too, well, me, uh, who is 21 years <laughs> old, versus Kendall Jenner, who is 26 this week.
0: Oh, I mean, this is really a tough bout because they're both really gorgeous. I think that Kendall would just sort of like stand there and not do anything but look pretty. And Will Legend would just, with like one little punch, it she'd take her right out.
2: Oh, uh, congratulations, Will Legend. Well, Sarah, the finale is up to you. We have a pretty woman streetwalker, <laughs> we have a lonely serial killer, and we have a Will Legend 54, 35, and 21. Who is taking it home?
1: Again, Penn Badgley.
2: <laughs> he could
1: kill them all with his voiceovers, like alone. He's creepy, crawly. True. Great in that show
2: and would do it in the ring as well. He really, really is great. Already been renewed for season four. Congratulations to you and congratulations to my co hosts for helping me this week. You know, you guys really deserve it. It's all about you for helping me spill this fighting hot celebrity. Thank you. With
1: my award in the mail?
2: Yes, it is. It is. It actually says third place soccer most improved, but you know what it really means. (laughs) Again, this is Travis Cronin on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood podcast with your weekly peek into the Glamour, glitter, fashion, theme of your favorite celebrities. After all, they're, they're just like, like us. 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 Wow, it was our worst one yet. We will be I back mean, it wasn't week. great. wasn't great. <laughs> we will be back next week with more celebrity stories. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we'll see you then.